What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we talk about all the innovation happening across the Bitcoin ecosystem. This is the place where I talk to the founders and builders across all the different layers that are trying to expand use, use cases for Bitcoin. So here I treat Bitcoin main chain, obviously, but also Lightning, Stacks, RSK, Liquid, Ordinals, and anything else I find as first-class citizens if they're trying to work towards that Bitcoin utility. So I am your humble host, Jacob Brown, but you'll see me around as Jake Blockchain. And this is a This Week in Bitcoin episode where I cover everything I found in the past week that is newsworthy. And there's quite a bit. So without further ado, let's just jump right in. Let me bust out my list and let's dive in. I got five categories this week. Bitcoin, ordinals, lightning, stacks, and RSK. And we'll jump off with Bitcoin main chain. So if you're new here, I don't talk about price. There's a ton going on in that department. I'll save that for the other people. But for the tech side uh, on Bitcoin main chain, this one is kind of a gray area, but I'm adding it here. Interlay is uh, they're building a decentralized bridge. They have a V1 product that's been out for well over a year. And starting tomorrow, they're launching their V2 product, which is building on top of that bridge and building products on top of that to use your bridged in BTC to do things like swaps, lending and borrowing. Uh, it should come over time, but this is the first big step in their, their V2 launch. The founder, Alexei Zamyatin, is coming on the podcast. The episode releases this Friday. Highly recommend. A lot of people who I trust say that the way they're building this product, they're research, researchers at heart. Uh, really, really well done product when it comes to trying to build this hard thing, which is decentralized bridges that safely keep your uh, BTC where it should be. So that's cool. Props to them for launching that. Next up, and this is the second piece. There's only two pieces in the Bitcoin section this week, but Block, that illustrious company backed by Jack Dorsey and Square, Cash App, all that, they're hardware wallets. They've been building one for a while. They're also designing an ASIC miner, but details are mum on that so far. But they've been building an open source hardware wallet in the background. And as of today, we now know the name, which is called BitKey. So they released a short blog post on some of the thinking going into the name. I'll drop it in the newsletter, which is also tagged as the first link in the description below. All right, moving on, biggest area this week by far, and really for the past month, ordinals for sure. Got to talk about it. So first, some interesting stats. Ordinals has been live for a little over 50 days now, and we've already crossed over half a million inscriptions since that time, which is pretty freaking crazy. So expect that to launch and just go up quicker and quicker, unless fees go nuts. Uh, next up, last week, we saw the Yuga 12-fold collection, which Evan was watching that auction to see just how much hype there was in Bitcoin. Following that, D-Gods had their uh, mint as well. So there was like a 500-piece collection of burned D-Gods. This is originally in 
Solana collection, I believe. Maybe it's on ETH. I don't follow that stuff that well. Uh, these were previously burned NFTs. They were bought back by the provider. They brought them over to BTC as ordinals, and they did the mint for 0.33 Bitcoin. Um, sold out in one block, which is already crazy. And now they're already have been having some huge sales. They had a resale of three Bitcoin was one of the largest ones. And as we'll talk about in these next couple two, uh, marketplaces are coming online that are fully trustless and we're seeing massive volume already, including DDOTs. So shout out to them, uh, really driving a lot of attention to ordinals. So super, super hype. All right, next up, before we get into the marketplace craziness, uh, Cygle, which is a Web3 decentralized blocking platform. They started on Stacks. Since then, they moved to Polygon. And now they have support for Ordinals coming. So if you haven't used it, it's a super clean interface. It feels just like writing on something like Medium. And when you use it, now you can inscribe your blog post onto Bitcoin from their platform super easy so that that piece of writing is forever inscribed and stored on nodes. So no, take that away from you. So super cool. I'm really interested in this for when it comes to news, especially because just like the Genesis block where it talks about the chancellor or something, something banks on the brink of failure. It's easy to have revisions history when it comes to news. So. To have this time and place time stamped on this ledger that no one can F with, uh, I think it's going to become more and more useful as time goes on. All right, so shout out to Cycle and that team. They've been building some cool stuff. Now, jumping into marketplaces. Up until this week, there's been some ways to trade ordinals. A lot of them are happening OTC, so people would... Send money, send ordinal. Someone in the middle was a trusted third party. There was a few services. Ordinal's wallet was one. Um, they've actually had quite a few transactions, like volume-wise, number and volume. They've been doing pretty well, but I've heard that the way they store the private keys, not the safest. So people are using it because it's pretty good user experience. The marketplace looks good, but wasn't fully trustless as far as I know. Also, there's one called Open Ordex, which was is based on Nasser. Super interesting as far as tech. Doesn't look good, and I don't use Nasser, so I'm not going to use that either. Uh, but yesterday and today, we got two big marketplace launches. One with Gamma, and two with Magic Eden. So quickly, I'll just go over them. Gamma has been a Stacks NFT marketplace up to this point. They've been building for like 18 months now. When Ordinals popped off, they quickly jumped on and had one of the easiest inscribing services out there. And now, as of two days ago, they were the first uh, fully trustless marketplace that's been audited. So super, super nice. I was able to list some of my Megapunks on there. Listing is free. It's just signing a transaction. If you want to pull it off the marketplace, you got to spend a little bit of BTC to destroy that partially signed Bitcoin transaction. This is part of what makes it fully trustless. Uh, but yeah, fantastic experience. It's it's amazing to think about what we were using before that. Um, and then Magic Eden the day later also drops uh, same 
trustless experience, a ton of volume. Obviously, Magic Eden, I think, is the number two marketplace behind OpenSea. Pardon me. So this is huge. Uh, we've already seen you can watch the analytics on Dune. There's a, a data wizard named Domo Data on Twitter who is tracking all the Ordinals marketplaces. And just in the past 24 hours, already Magic Eden is number one in volume, and they're quickly becoming number one in transaction count. So I'm really curious to see how these two play out. So I do think that it's pretty clear at this point, the number one and number two are Magic Eden and Gamma as far as the how the platform functions, its trustless nature, and the tooling they have for creators to build out ordinals. So I think this is the race now. You have two horses in it, and Magic Eden has tremendous uh, market share already and, and marketing and power and brand name. But Gamma, as of currently, has the better tooling when it comes to creator royalties, launching services with inscriptions. So watch this space. Uh, week by week, I'll be doing updates on these two, but uh, very, very cool. And shout out to Domo Data for so quickly adapting his analytics page to these new marketplaces because it's making it way easy to track this stuff and report on it. All right, next up, jumping into Stacks Land. Couple big updates. First, Hero Systems launched something big, something they call Hero Platform. So if you don't know, Hero Systems is a developer tooling company, so they make it easier for devs to do their job by offering infrastructure, APIs, things like that. And with this Hero platform, you can spin up uh, Stacks smart contracts, which are written in a language called Clarity, all in one location. So they can give you uh, templates, some boilerplate code. You can create, test, and deploy all in one platform. And as far as I know, uh, it's stacks right now, but they're looking at things like Lightning and Bitcoin main chain support all in this one platform. So if you go to hero, it's H-I-R-O dot S-O slash 321, uh, you can check it out. All right. And last in stacks land, DeFi project Alex, which stands for Automated Liquidity Exchange. Uh, they've been working on a trustless bridge between stacks and Ethereum for quite some time now. And they just announced today the whitelist for their incentivized testnet. So if you use their testnet and help them test things, break things, so they can fix them, uh, you have some financial upside in, in this behavior. So super, super bullish on this. One of the biggest problems on Stacks to date is that there's tons of applications to use, but you have to use the Stacks token. You can go into XBTC, which is a centralized wrapped blah, blah, blah. But liquidity into Stacks mostly flows through the Stacks token, which is just not ideal at all. It's a bummer. So now with this bridge, you can bridge in USDC from ETH to Stacks. And then obviously with SBTC coming, uh, you can peg in native Bitcoin into SBTC. So very, very interested in watching how the ecosystem develops as it's easier to get liquidity into the ecosystem. So props to Chente and the whole Alex team. 
All right, moving on to Lightning, which it still is weird to me that this is not the biggest section week after week. Because up until about a month and a half ago, it was every single week. But it's been quieter. A couple of things, though. First, Udi and Eric Wall Taproot Wizards, which were kind of the first name brand project that went crazy on Ordinals. Uh, they launched something called the Taproot Wizard School. So this is a way for people to learn about BTC by finishing quests. And one of the first quests was actually using Lightning. So creating a wallet, bringing in some BTC, and then sending it somewhere. And one of the tasks was to send it to the Human Rights Foundation, send them a little bit of Lightning BTC to support and donate. And through that, within a few days, they raised $20,000 for the Human Rights Foundation. Super cool to see. Uh, yeah, really, really like what they're doing over there. They're, they're making Bitcoin fun to use and also you can learn, which something I've learned recently is I, I talk a lot about things like RSK and Stacks, but I haven't used all of them. You know, I still haven't put any BTC into Liquid. So it's easy to talk a big game, but unless you've used a sidechain, uh, you don't know what it's like. And most people are like that with Lightning. They have an opinion on Lightning, they haven't tried Lightning. So I really like what they're doing with that. All right, last up for Lightning, Wolf is a Lightning-focused accelerator based out of New York, and they just announced their first cohort of eight teams they're investing in and accelerating. So I'll drop the list below. It's The link is in the newsletter, and you can see the eight teams they're investing in and what they're building. All right, last, but certainly not least, Rootstock. So a couple updates for Rootstock. First, last week's update, we saw that the Sovereign 2.0 rebrand went live. Their new platform looks fantastic. I was able to actually put in some BTC into our BTC and then move that onto the platform. It's, it's nice to use. Pretty cool. And uh, with that came the Sovereign Dollar. So this is a new stablecoin, Bitcoin-backed stablecoin, and it's over-collateralized. So the hope here is that through the construction of the protocol and the incentive structure, you get a stablecoin that's actually stable. Uh, so it's the sign is dollar sign D-L-L-R. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to watch this over time. Should be really, really cool. Just like on Stacks, I like USDA from Arpadigo, but it's hard at first to convert into a stablecoin and know what to do with it. So you like you take a loan out, I'm holding this dollar, which is worth a dollar, but now what do I do with it? I got to convert it to something else. There's a lot of friction there. So I want to see how this evolves. If, you know, like USDC and USDT are available everywhere. So it's super easy, highly liquid. Uh, very curious how this evolves because uh, it is on Rootstock, which is a smaller-ish chain. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. But if you're curious, also you can get a zero interest loan with your Bitcoin and get that $2. So check it out. And then last but not least, for this update, uh, RBTC, which is the pegged-in token that you get when you peg in BTC to Rootstock, 
RBTC and RIF are now listed on Finance Change, which is a cross-chain aggregator uh, to easily swap tokens. So overall, what I see is that Bitcoin layers are getting more and more adoption. So fantastic to see. And uh, yeah, that's all the things I saw this week. Hopefully I didn't take up too much of your time. And until next week, I love y'all. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way.